Hello to our Booked and Boozy crew. This is Jada in present time speaking on October 7th. The episode that you are about to listen to was recorded several months ago. It is our reintroduction episode for our two-year anniversary on the podcast. This episode was recorded without knowledge that we were going to need to take a mental health break for a couple months. So please keep that in mind if you notice some of the timelines are kind of wonky or if you noticed a different tenor in our voice. I promise you that this episode is still super fun. We had a great time recording it. But if you do happen to notice those things, just know that this is a past episode where we were celebrating our two-year anniversary by reintroducing ourselves because if you know our infamous introduction episode, if your ears bled while listening to it, you know that it was like absolutely horrible. So we decided to re-record it and get questions from you guys to answer on the podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate you guys and enjoy our two-year anniversary reintroduction episode. Welcome back to the Booked and Boozy podcast. This is your co-host Jada and Brooke. And today is our happy two-year podiversary. Woo! Happy fucking birthday to us. Now you may be asking yourself, well, where the fuck is the first intro episode? I know you bitches didn't listen to it. The listen rate to that was like two seconds in, (laughs) we out. It's so funny looking at it on Spotify because you know people just started listening. They're like, oh, fuck no. (laughs) Click down. I mean, we probably lost a good chunk of audience to that episode. Therefore, it is no longer available. It's just not a good representation of who we are, just as this episode will also not be a good representation of who we are because we have made the realization that it wasn't just the fact that we were awkward starting a podcast. Every, every podcaster's first couple episodes are like fucking trash. I am so glad that Akatar is coupled into that. That's literally our selling point. <laughs> Yeah, there's no turning back, but we are deeply uncomfortable talking about ourselves. Yeah, we're already awkward. I thought that this was going to go differently, but I don't know why. Same. And you are probably also listening, thinking, why is that? You guys tend to overshare like a motherfucker. That's just a trauma response. Trauma. We're probably going to have to go back and delete literally everything that we have ever shared about ourselves at one point in time. Yeah, at some point. I'm dreading it. All you need to know is that, yes, uh, as we have disclaimed, we are mentally ill do not take our advice ever we don't have great morals and we're just trying to survive day by day enjoy this episode while you can enjoy the podcast it'll probably be deleted here (laughs) (laughs) pretty soon (laughs) because we overshared also we plan to um record our intro episode every year and subsequently delete it uh, out of shame and embarrassment so this is uh on a timeline you only get to know about us for like probably three weeks before we take the episode down so this is like a this is a special edition (laughs) enjoy while you can enjoy our special edition booked and boozy intro episode that's gonna suck ass okay let's talk about ourselves (laughs) is this how i sound in therapy too (laughs) i don't know i'm not there but i would imagine so All right, Jada, what are you drinking? I am drinking Margaritaville Tropical Punch Beach Breezy. I don't know if anyone knows this now or even announced it on the podcast, but I'm kind of doing like aesthetic nursing part-time now. And we had a margarita event at work while people were drinking. I was giving them IVs. I wasn't drinking, but- Cough. cough. (laughs) 
for no, really purposes. <laughs> I really wasn't. <laughs> but but I got how to take... bomb is that? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's actually, rough, but oh my gosh. It was actually really fun. And I got to take some of the leftover, you know, like it was a good day. It was a good day. I'm tired, but it was a really good day. Can you imagine working in an environment like that? I'm speaking to the audience because honestly, that sounds so fucking nice. Yeah, I there was like a couple adjustments I had to make when I first started working there. But now I'm like actually really enjoying it. I'm really glad to hear that. I am drinking. So I kind of thought we were doing a moonshine night. (laughs) I did too, but then I was like free. (laughs) (laughs) So I went to the store and I got moonshine. I got Old Smoky Moonshine. Of course, they should definitely sponsor us by now. Peach flavor because I hadn't tried the peach. And I'm mixing it with uh, strawberry daiquiri. It's called Dailies is the brand strawberry daiquiri frozen cocktail. And that's what I'm drinking because in our very first episode, we talked about what our favorite alcoholic beverages were. And I said strawberry daiquiri. And I realized I've never actually drank a strawberry daiquiri on the podcast and it just felt right. So peach moonshine and strawberry daiquiri. The peach moonshine sounds so fucking good. I've never tried it before. I don't know if it's new. I feel like I don't think I've ever had the peach one, but that sounds so fucking good. I took like a, I took a couple shots to pregame <laughs> before we started this because I already knew that I was uncomfortable and it, it's really good. I do have to say, I also really want to try the pickles, the cherries and the peaches that they like drown in the moonshine. I just once. think I would probably get violently ill. It's moonshine. Don't we usually <laughs> <laughs> LOL at me drinking moonshine <laughs> on a Sunday night at 9 fucking 42 p.m. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize it was so late and we're just now starting. It is what it is. Why are you drinking this week, Jada? I'm drinking because as awkward as this episode is going to be, I'm going to share more awkward things about myself. I was on the Discord just chilling. I was like, oh, my friends are, they're playing Dungeon and Dragon. Shout out. We have a Discord server on our Patreon. $5 to get in. There's like little sub channels for like different chat rooms. Um, Yeah. And so one of our channels is a Dungeons and Dragons gaming community. And I would have loved to be a part of it, but I'm so fucking busy right now. I I can't even fit it in, but I would have loved to. So I was like, I'm just going to like watch my friends, see how they're doing. I knew Brooke was streaming it. So I don't know why in my fucking head I thought, yeah, let's go in there and click on the Discord one because that puts me when I like click into it, it actually puts me with them. It's I'm not a spec tater like I thought I was going to be. And I don't know why I fucking thought that. Well, when I first go in, listen, your girl had just been post shower. Titties were out. Like titties were literally out. I thought when I got onto the server that I flashed my tits to Brooks <laughs> live Twitch stream. I backed the fuck out of that bitch and I panicked. But I'm a quick, I'm a quick thinker. You can ask Brooke this. If I'm in a dangerous situation, a bitch thinks really quick. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. Put a shirt on. Get back out there. Look those bitches in the eye and say, hey, I just flashed my titties. Okay. I just gave advertisement. I am going to be on OnlyFans. If my tits are out, we're going to make money off of this shit. So I get on there. Ready? (laughs) 
face my persecution. And I'm like, hey guys, <laughs> I just like, <laughs> stare and like look into all their eyes. And like, okay, they definitely didn't see my tits because like the room would be a lot more awkward right now. And then I was like, okay, how do I, how do I make this not awkward for myself? I was like, hey, how are you doing? I just wanted to see you guys. Okay, bye. <laughs> Jada's response in a fight or flight situation is always <laughs> flight. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, I don't know. I got back on there. So is that like a fight? Well, you, f- you flighted, you flighted and then you, f- then you fighted. I am an opportunist. I guess you could say my mind is going a million miles now. I'm like, what's the best outcome here? Option A and B is not there. We're going straight to C and we're going to get some cash. That's essentially what happened. Honestly, like she texted me afterwards and she was like, yeah, like, I hope like, you know, I thought that like, I made you more money on your stream because there were titties and I left so hard I fucking love this story so much like she was so distraught like it took her like she had to recover oh yeah I had to recover I was like literally just laying in bed thinking how close it was that my tits were gonna be on the fucking internet forever she she like snapchatted me hours later I was already asleep and I woke up to them and she was like I I'm still reeling from this it's gonna take me a while if you don't hear from me I'm still alive. I'm just processing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Did you say why you're drinking? I didn't. Other than my mental breakdown this week, I... I had another encounter with the infamous golden doodle that uh, just roams uh, the neighborhood. Yeah. Basically, I had like taken my dog. I had like gone and ran an air and I can't remember what I did. I'm not a person who leaves their dogs in the car without air. Don't worry. I, I leave the car on with air. I'm not that person, but I do take them everywhere with me because they are my friends. I took them somewhere. We were coming back home. They were in the car. I pull into the driveway and Barkley, who is the golden doodle that lives next door, but basically all over the neighborhood because they don't fucking watch or discipline their dog. So he sees that they're in the car, comes over, literally is jumping on my car, running around, making the, you know, my dogs in the car. They're, they're excited. They're getting all stirred up. And then I'm I'm worried about the inside of my car because my dogs are kind of tearing it up. And I'm worried about the outside of my car because Barkley is running around, jumping on it, scratching it. Not that that fucking matters because I already ran into a mailbox, but that's another story. But so like I look over and the dad, Barkley's dad is literally standing outside. I literally hate this guy. He's such an asshole. I really don't know him that well, but I already know that I don't like him. He just has a bad vibe. He's just standing there watching. And I looked at him and I I say this as a non-confrontational Libra. I looked at him and I said, can you get your dog so he doesn't scratch my fucking car? And so he just like nonchalant, like no rush, no worry, just like walks over into our yard. Barkley's like running circles around my car. He's like chasing him, you know, like the opposite way, you know, like, like when you're trying to chase someone around like an object, you're always like on the other side because they're running in the other direction, trying to like, like avoid you. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. So that's happening. He also like runs past the dude and he could have very easily like picked him up and carried him away in those situations but just like fucking didn't i'm standing here because at this point this golden doodle has fucked up our windows fucked up our trash eaten our uber eats stolen our pizzas (laughs) stolen some amazon packages i'm over it i am so mad so i'm standing there i'm not helping at all because i know if this dog damages our car like it's my final straw and i i'm going to be billing them for the damages and then he just 
walks away, just walks away and goes into the house. And I'm like, what the actual fuck? Barkley is still like tearing up my car. He comes back out with like a little treat box, kind of shaking it around. Again, very easily could have just grabbed the dog and taken him with him in this situation. But no, he wanted him to follow him because he, I guess he didn't want to put in that much effort. And so finally gets Barkley back in the house or whatever. No apology, says absolutely nothing to me the whole time. Just walks away and back to the house. I'm like, what the fuck ever? I'm over it. I don't really give a shit. 30 minutes later, I get a knock on the door. His pregnant wife, who was also holding an infant because I guess he couldn't have been bothered to watch his children long enough so that his wife could go next door and apologize for his own fucking mistake is standing at my door and she's literally like apologizing to me. She's so nice. She's so nice. I just really fucking hate their dog. Apologizing. She's so upset. Like she's visibly upset. And I'm just standing here like, yeah, like I want to be nice to you because you seem very nice, but I am very upset. And anyways, that is my whole thing. Couldn't even apologize. Sent his wife over while she was still like caring for children and pregnant. I, yeah, the golden doodle, it's a whole thing. If this is your first time here, um, just go back. It's all, it's a saga, the golden doodle saga. Normally this is the section where we talk about a poll, but we don't have one and that's fine because I've got mail. <gasps> what? I've got you mail. You you already got yours. I am holding the unopened official Booked and Boozy merch. Shut up. Handed it to me the moment I walked into the door. Wait, I haven't been to the mail today. Should I go check? Go check the mail. Because <gasps> it would be so fun if you had ah, it. Things are falling over. <gasps> yes. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I have it, too. This is so fun. <gasps> Okay, are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, one, two, three. Oh my god. How fucking cute. I love it. I love it. Show me. I love it. I think they're going to love it too. Okay, well, we can't show you on the podcast, but just know that you're going to love it. You're going (laughs) to love it. (laughs) Should we wear, oh, should we wear for our anniversary episode? How cute was it that he came today? I know. That is so nice. This is fun. God, we have merch. We have merch. All right, into the introduction. This is going to be really short and sweet. Hi, my name is Jada. God, I'm freaking out on a sweat. (laughs) (laughs) The second I have to talk about myself, I'm fucking uncomfortable. Okay. Girly, if you're going to be an author. No, I I would like to be one of those authors that hides. Um, (laughs) You're not going to do tours or anything? No, I'll do a virtual tour in the comfort of my home. I get invited anywhere. I'm like, yeah, I would love to come. <laughs> and then like but the I day can't. before, I'm like, please cancel, please cancel, please cancel. <laughs> it only makes sense. It really does. Anytime that I go to any author event, I'm like literally hyperventilating right before I actually go and talk to the actual author. But like the uh, fun, you know, reality check on that is I also am an author. <laughs> <laughs> She's just going to be like heart attack after heart attack after heart attack. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) What else do I say? (laughs) So anyways. Oh, okay. Let me just hold on. (laughs) I really need to uh, do this right. I have no idea what's happening. Beep. We're going to retry this. (laughs) So hi, my name is Jada. 
My author name is under J.D. Ronan, and the title of my dark fantasy series, which basically is a romanticy, of course, I'm going to throw in the romance, is A Deadly Vow. <laughs> Literally me trying to like actually not scream in this moment. Oh, I'm so excited that you did that on our two-year anniversary. I did not know that you were going to do that tonight. I, you know what? I didn't know that I was going to do it either, but I've been keeping it under wraps so long. A Deadly Vow coming out in February of 2023, my debut dark fantasy series. Oh, and with the cherry on fucking top, it is a series. The plan is four books, but I'm a discovery writer, so who knows what it will bring. But the series name is The Fate of Vengeance. Fucking love it. I mean, shit. What else did you expect from Jada? What else did you expect? You (laughs) get to the end and you're like, yep, she's serious. And if this is your first time here, I, of course, have been screaming about this the last two or three episodes that we've been talking about Jada's book. Um, She's finally started talking about it on the podcast. So I have finally gotten to scream about it because I am a beta reader and I'm I'm what halfway through now. Yeah, you're you're halfway. You're almost halfway. I'm halfway through the book and I have absolutely nothing but good things to say. She gosh, you've mentioned to me that you've written poetry before in the past. But I really didn't, I really underestimated the gravity of that because just the way that you write, it feels like you've been doing this for years. You feel so experienced and like you know what you're doing and your characters are so tangible and I am just eating it up and screaming about it all the time. So I am really excited for you. Funny. And then like, because I didn't (laughs) expect your book to have humor in it. (laughs) Really? Yeah, no. The humor also picks up. Yeah, no, I'm excited because I was like, she was like, it's dark. And then the trigger warning page was like... literally a whole page the trigger warning page is for the entire series and it's so over dramatic but the reason why i'm making it over dramatic is because i don't want to be under dramatic about it yeah yeah no it makes sense so i was just kind of like i thought it was going to be like heed with caution yeah traveler you know yeah and then when i went into it she hasn't read the end yet but (laughs) 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 no i haven't uh so when i went into it after that trigger warning list i was like oh so it's gonna be dark and there's gonna be humor i get it dark humor (laughs) all right well that's all about me because that's all i do and i drink i slam coffee like it's no fucking tomorrow and yeah that's it what about you brooke talk about yourself hi my name is brooke i hi brooke (laughs) (laughs) hi jada i feel like i also do a lot but I definitely don't feel like I have as much on my plate as Jada. Um, I do a lot of traveling um, with my husband. We uh, are pretty avid travelers. We've kind of been held back a little bit because of the pandemic and all of that the last couple of years, but getting back out there, I've been to lots of different places. I've been to Italy and Greece and Hawaii and places over the United States. We just recently went to the Bahamas. That was cool. Just trying to expand uh, my traveler's palette, I guess I would say. I'm also am really into video games and I do stream on Twitch. I stream a lot of different things like Animal Crossing, Dungeons and Dragons, which Jada mentioned that 
<laughs> I uh, played with the Discord that she thought she flashed her titties on. And Fall Guys, Genshin Impact, really anything Nintendo I'm like really big into. And uh, looking to kind of heal my inner child, get back into video games and kind of rediscover myself. That's what my late 20s have been about. Uh, and then last but not least, I'm also a dog mom. I have two rescue pitties named Blue and Bella. And I love them so much. And sometimes you see them on our Instagram because I like to think of our pets as the mascots of Booked and Boozy. Yeah, that's a little bit about me. Love it. That was so much smoother than mine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and by the way, we're both alcoholic book loving nurses. And we know there's a couple more of you out there. You you've hit up you've hit us up in the DMs. We, we attract that- a huge nursing community. We do, we do. I think there's a lot of uh, depressed alcoholic nurses out there that enjoy escapism, and so we've we found we our know. tribe. We know what it's like. We do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I Brooke here i took one for the team today <laughs> and i listened to our intro episode the one that you no longer have access to but if you're an og and you've been around for a while and it had quite a few listens several thousand listens actually if you were one of the lucky God. few who got to experience that you know how painful that was so we had to remove it but anyways Again, I listened to it today and I pulled the, some of the same questions that we asked each other two years ago, probably very close to the day, actually, so that we can redo it today, two years later. So Jada, do you want to talk about how we met? So it all started with our friend, Teresa. I knew Teresa for a really long time. We were friends in high school. We did swimming together and then we went to college together for the first two years. She went to a different nursing school than I did, but we both were in the same major. Brooke went to nursing school with our friend Teresa and then she brought us together. We literally raw dog meeting each other. <laughs> and to be honest, it was probably exactly how you expected it to be. If you look at our logo, everyone go look at our logo right now. It's it's pretty clear. I'm like the goth sister and Brooke is like the fairy princess, right? <laughs> I imagine us like in Bring It On, like you're like the preppy cheerleader and I'm like the golf girl that like did gymnastics, but this was like the only thing I could fucking do. And oh yeah, so like, like the whole plot of the the first one. The whole plot <laughs> of the first one. And then I have to join the team and then like we all have to become friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's, that's an accurate assessment. That's kind of how it happened. So I was already in the car <laughs> and I get something to know about me is I get viciously car sick. I literally <laughs> drug myself like no tomorrow with Dramamine. I mean, I am just out for the count. I don't give a fuck about the world. I've got my shades on. My attitude is popping off. And here comes Brooke, like her mom's dropping her off. They look like little twins. Like they're both blonde. And like Brooke's got this pink outfit on with her pink plushie and her pink blanket. (laughs) And I like look in the mirror and I'm like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Back in the day, this is not accurate as to how I am now but back in the day I could absolutely not leave the house at all without having a full face of makeup and my hair done I have since discovered depression 
<laughs> that is no longer the case. But I mean, it was literally like six fucking a.m. and I had like my full face makeup, my hair's done. I've got a cute little outfit on. I hop in the car. I look over. <laughs> Teresa's in the middle, and Jada's on like the other side of the car. And it's just this pile of blankets, and I see like some glasses, and that's it. And I'm like, did we pick up? A homeless person (laughs) on the way here. Like, what's happening? She wasn't even awake. I don't think we didn't say one word to each other until we got there like 10 hours later. (laughs) We really didn't. We really didn't. We really didn't. And (laughs) Teresa is like so in the middle. She's so low maintenance. And then you've got, listen, I may be goth. I don't give a fuck attitude broski, but I'm a high maintenance bitch. I'm just going to say it. I am a low maintenance, high maintenance bitch. Brooke is a high maintenance, low maintenance bitch. And Teresa is just, she's just got her shit together. And then it's just me and Brooke, like the two chaotic evils, just like sitting on her fucking shoulder, like all day long. (laughs) She's the mom friend. Yeah. She's the mom friend. Literally. She has an actual child now and she's about to have another one like next week. So thank you, Teresa, for bringing us together. We owe all of this to you. It went down hill from there (laughs) (laughs) what was your like first impression when I actually started using more than five sentences I probably came off really intimidating I've told that I have a very intimidating energy and I don't even mean to I was scared of you (laughs) until we started this podcast and I still was a little bit afterwards and now I just have like a really good respect for you not that I didn't always but like the fear is like more gone and it's just like more respect you know what I mean like I'm extremely blunt but here's the other thing too I also now in the beginning I was still a little intimidated of you but like as the trip went on I genuinely thought you were the one of the most like unique and fun people that I I've ever met and I'm not just saying that oh my god Uh, I want to cry thank you my editor told me the other day she was like and I was just like shocked when she said this I don't know she was like I feel like everybody wants to be your friend and I'm like no that's not true I actually argue the opposite. I think that it is true. I think that you are very intimidating at the beginning, but I think that you are also like, you have this really intriguing part of your personality. That's like, oh my gosh, like she is so much fun. Like, I just want to be her friend. I'm kind of like do. a cat. You're a cat. I'm literally a cat. You're a cat. Like I'll come up and say, hey, and I'm like, I'm not too close. I'm scared. <laughs> All right, I'm scared, but I'm going to ask you the same question. (laughs) What did you think about me after we started interacting? I don't know. I thought you were cool. Did you really? I did. Okay. And here's why. First thing was like the one of the only things I knew about you coming into this was that you were in nursing school and you went to a Baptist Christian small high school. Yeah, true and true. And, And I think like I come off really prickly when I don't know someone because I'm so terrified of of judgment of like opinions that I can't change. Mm-hmm. So for example, it's it's not a secret. I'm a non-theist. Like I don't believe in a higher power. I don't care what you believe. I think that's great. Just as I chose to feel comfortable in myself by not believing in something doesn't mean that I look any less upon you for you in believing something as long as you're not hurting someone else. Mm-hmm. That's the rule I live by. In the culture that I grew up in, I always kind of felt like I was the outsider and it was just harder for me to actually 
actually make genuine friendships because the moment they found out this portion about me, they always looked at me differently. Mm -hmm. So when I made friends or I met someone new, that is something that I always had in the front of my mind because why do, why would I want to put myself out there and then feel that rejection when it's happened so many times? So when I meet someone new, I'm always hesitant. You know, I try to be nice. Like I don't want, you know, them to get any like negative connotation about me, but I am super guarded when they find out like certain beliefs that I have. I don't want them to look at me differently. And it takes a long time for me to like share that sometimes. But we played a very distressing game of Ring of Fire. Oh my gosh. Which was super fun. Like it was, it was a fun time with Teresa's family, but in Ring of Fire, oh, we also did like five truths, one lie or something like that. I don't remember that part. I was probably blacked out at that point. (laughs) You kept asking me about like my beliefs on Christianity because like it, you know what? I respected it. I respected it because Teresa obviously knew she was like my friend for a really long time. So I was honest with her. We wouldn't have been able to be friends, but Teresa is like a Catholic. I was like, you know, non-theist or whatever, but like we, you know, it's like not that we had to put our differences aside. It's just, we were just different. And you know, there's kind of like a connotation there, but you just straight up asked me, you were like, Oh, so like you're an atheist. And I was like, well, I'm not really an atheist. I don't like the refer to myself as that, but like I'm a non-theist or like whatever. You like asked me another question and I explained it to you. And I just like was not used to that. Oh. Because when they're asked, like when people ask me that question, I'm automatically like, fuck my life. They're going to try to evangelize me right now because I can't (laughs) tell you how many times that happens. She actually asked me like in a genuine way because I never, I never bring it up unless it's brought up. She brought it up. That was that. And I was like, okay, this bitch is cool. I can roll with her. Like I feel comfortable enough around you to where I don't think you're going to judge me for like just having a difference of opinion. So yeah, that's like the first time where I was like, all right, I'll roll with this bitch. And then the next morning we were on the sidewalk eating pieces of toast and just in the cradle position outside of <laughs> we a were fucking so diner. I am so sorry if I put you on the spot because I do remember that now. Um, no, you know, it took me by surprise, but I love it. It's like, honestly, it's a, it's a fond memory because again, like I was so used to being so afraid when that part and in, in, we're in the buckle of the Bible belt. And I was so afraid of when people actually started to bring that up that like, it's almost like I tensed internally when they brought up that question, but it felt so genuine coming from you. And like, you actually were just wanting to know what I thought that it made me feel comfortable around you. I didn't know this. Yeah. So it, it just made me feel like it made me feel safe because I come off off that way point blank because I don't feel safe around other people I don't but like I'm like an onion you gotta peel back the layers (laughs) and when you did that it just like instilled some kind of trust in you because that's like a huge insecurity insecurity of mine and you approached it in a way that just made me feel like it didn't matter and we could just be friends and have a a good time oh my gosh I didn't (laughs) know this (laughs) that was obviously there and I do remember it now but I didn't know you felt that way I'm glad that I'm glad glad that you told me this and and it's something that I cherish and I'm like kind of starting to cry (laughs) no because I know how I come off to people like I know that 
I come off intimidating or I feel super reserved or I get really quiet, but it's mainly just like, you know, I'm afraid of other people. I anticipate them having a negative connotation about me just because I chose, you know, something that made me feel more comfortable in my life. You know, even though I don't care, you know, anyone else believes in, it just made me feel better to, to not believe in something, believe it or not. And so it just feels, it feels good to just like be respected and supported in that decision versus constantly being reminded that like I'm the outsider. Yeah. I don't know how to respond to that, but I'm really glad that you told me that. How nice. (laughs) (laughs) And now we're going to cry. (laughs) The one of maybe three times a year that we do. So leading up to that, what is your favorite memory of us together? Okay, I do have to say that it is Malibu, California. Really? Malibu outranked it? Outranked our our karaoke night? I think so. Karaoke was great. Karaoke was great. I love that memory. But there was just something about being in an absolutely horrible place (laughs) with one of my best friends, or you are my best friend, not one of my best friends. You are my best friend. And we were just absolutely hating it and loving it simultaneously. Also intoxicated in more than one way. And just that's just something I'm never going to forget. You know, yeah. no, it's very vivid in my mind. We went to Malibu, California. We, it's our first trip together to California. And we went to Malibu and we road tripped from my destination to there. It was just such a vibe. And even when it started to just, it continually <laughs> went down the toilet. <laughs> like, to the point I was speeding out of Cal- California. <laughs> I mean, shit just went so bad. And we were constantly like, yeah, it's like fine. <laughs> we're going to die here. Did we ever make it out of Malibu? Like, are we sure? But it's true. We made such good memories out of a not great experience. You know what I mean? And I think that that is what is so memorable and valuable to me. I I don't know. I just love it so much. And also it's just like such an us thing to happen. Such an us thing. Like we could have totally been miserable together, but we were, we were miserable together, but it was fun. It was fun being miserable with you. Yes, (laughs) I agree. Okay. What is your favorite memory? My favorite memory is always going to be karaoke night. It really is not the actual karaoke itself, but I just have such a vivid memory of because anytime Brooke goes out, she's like, she is out, out, heels, mini dress, hair straightened, winged eyeliner. And I'm like beanie, oversized shirt, (laughs) leggings combat boots and honestly i probably look like your lesbian girlfriend i'm You're surprised le- we've never been mistaken as like a, a gay couple no honestly. especially in malibu <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is true it was like the end of the night we had the absolute worst karaoke session you could possibly ever have there's video footage of it it was horrifying all right we tried to sing ariana grande what the fuck were we thinking what the fuck were we thinking we're i mean i think both of our voices are pretty deep but mine's definitely deeper yeah what were we thinking we're, we we're definitely altos and we definitely can't hit those notes <laughs> yeah you've heard us sing well we did that for a good three minutes and we we cleared out the room we did i think literally we shut down the place <laughs> i think it literally closed after Probably we were done. every time we sing on the podcast and we just don't know what someone clicks out the episode and you know what it's okay we actually experienced this in real life one time it's like when you're watching a tv show and they start singing you're like immediately no 
immediately know. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Probably happens on this podcast. We don't care. We literally we continued to sing until it ended. People were leaving. The bouncer was like, "All right, do you ladies have a ride home?" Like <laughs> he did. <laughs> The guys crashed the the girls' night out and, you know, they were dragging Brooke away from me and I was like, fuck this shit. So Teresa was like driving me home. I rolled down the window. I think I rolled down the window and I like lean out and I'm like, I love you, bitch. I love you, bitch. Like I'm just fucking screaming in the middle of the fucking city. Drunk girl shit. Drunk girl shit. <laughs> Teresa is like, Jay, just shut the fuck up up like oh my (laughs) god and I'm just like loud as fucking can be she's like up on this hill and then she turns around she clutches that person in fucking stilettos she starts running (laughs) down that hill like she hears me screaming and she's like I'm coming away from me like oh my god and like it's raining too (laughs) it's raining Teresa's like get in the car get in the car like (laughs) and I'm just like fucking losing my shit I see you so perfectly every time in my vision just like running fucking down that huge ass steep hill in those stilettos booking into us and then we literally just go to a diner and get cheesecake and then go home (laughs) yeah also i'm lactose intolerant so like that cheesecake (laughs) didn't go well it didn't last in the system very long and it was so great because i also hear brad's voice and he's like brooke what the fuck like Oh my gosh, no, because like I remember that so vividly too, even though we were just like sloshed. I remember getting into the car and like everyone was just screaming, like you and Teresa. We were like, Whoa! Like, what are we yeah. doing? It felt it felt liberating. Yeah. Actually. It was liberating because the whole time I was like, You're leaving me? Like, we're gonna go get cheesecake. <laughs> Teresa's probably sitting there like, fuck, now I have to take this bitch home. <laughs> because brad called me or texted me and he was like how are you getting home and i was like i don't know (laughs) you know Teresa though let's she may be the mom friend but we literally got her so trashed on her bachelor party it was horrible oh yeah i was literally holding this bitch up in the rain (laughs) no but like that's the perfect mom friend because like they're the mom friend but like they also know how to have like a really good fucking time All right, let's move on from the sappy stuff. Sorry, I'm a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is your favorite book genre, Jada? That's hard because I really, I read everything. If I had to choose, obviously it's going to be fantasy. I agree. And like putting on some good background music just to like really put you there. Yeah, but man, do I love a sports contemporary romance. Sports contemporary romance. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love a good beach read. Have you read Beach Read? I haven't, but I want to. You should read it. It's good. I own it. I want to actually be on the beach when I read Beach Read. Right. Jada, what are some of the books that you grew up on? What did you read as a child? So I actually wasn't really, and I think we talk about this. I wasn't allowed to like watch SpongeBob or like Cartoon Network, all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. So, I mean, the same kind of went for books. For most of like my middle grade, well, in elementary school, I read Nancy Drew because my grandmother collected them. (gasps) My grandmother collected them too. I know, how sweet. And then I actually, that's one thing I told her because my grandmother was making her will and I'm like, I don't want to hear about it. Like you're not allowed to die. She was like, okay, but if there's one thing you wanted, what would you want? And I told her I wanted the Nancy Drew collection. Oh yeah. And then in my middle grade years, I read a lot 
of Sarah Dessen, like a lot of Sarah Dessen, which is kind of like contemporary beach reads. Mm-hmm. When I kind of started getting older, I was able to read like Nicholas Sparks books. So I actually read like a lot of contemporary when I was younger. I love John Green. I still love John Green. And then of course I read the Twilight books when I <laughs> apparently was old enough to understand that vampires were not real, which was like really late. I don't know why that wasn't even a thing. I read literally all all the Twilight books within a freaking weekend. That was like the first time I ever really binged a series. Oh. And it just has went downhill from there. I am gotcha. a serial binge reader. Yeah, she's team speed read and I'm team slow read, by the way. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I grew up on a lot of books. I read a lot in elementary school and then kind of that kind of dropped off in middle school, but I kind of picked it up like around the end of eighth grade and into high school. When I was much younger, I grew up on Magic Treehouse. Uh, Magic Treehouse and Junie B. Jones raised me. Oh my gosh, much. yeah, Junie B. Jones. Junie B. Jones. Yes, I ate those up. I loved them so much. I did some Nancy Drew because my grandmother also collected them, but I don't think I read all of them and I kind of regret that. Gosh, and I think there was another series that I used to read too and I'm just, I'm blanking on it, but there were just so many Magic Treehouse and Junie B. Jones that it was like, I just could keep going back to the library and reading them and returning them and they were just still like, hundreds more I felt like so I love that yeah yeah really hyper fixated there and then in high school I did a lot of Nicholas Sparks didn't actually I wasn't allowed to watch Twilight or read Twilight and so that's a cultural experience I feel like I missed out on but we did cover a couple we did cover Twilight we read the first book it was my first time reading it and I, I did watch the movie and then we covered it and that was fun plan to do the rest of the series actually because that would just be fun for everyone because how often do you meet a twilight virgin very rare i mean and you're a complete twilight virgin i'm a complete twilight virgin i've had a couple of things spoiled but i don't think anything like too major you know something interesting for us to keep diving did into. you read hunger games I didn't read Hunger Fuck, Games. I man, watched. You missed them. out on Hunger Games. I missed out on Hunger Games. Damn. I did. Yeah. Divergent. I them. What about Divergent? I read the first two, and I started the third, and I didn't like the third. Yeah. To so be I dropped off. With you, the Hunger Games, I think, are way cooler than. That's what I've Divergent heard. I would honestly, opinion. I would honestly be down Ugh, to read Hunger Games if you I want to. Would love <laughs> to read Hunger Games again. <laughs> serious oh. no I'm so serious because honestly all I remember is like like the premise of them just like dropping a bunch of children into the forest and letting them brutally murder each other I don't really remember the plot listen, too much listen. I would do this for the podcast yes Hunger Games was just so fucking good like I don't care what anyone says it was and I'm sure so the books good. were like a hundred times better the books were so I mean, it was good. The movie was good. The books were good. The characters and like, I'm so, I would literally die like to know who you would ship the main character with. It's just, it was so good. And like some of like the, the twists, I'm I'm gonna be honest I'm not sure that I would have been allowed to read the Hunger Games because my mom was like iffy on even letting me going to like watch it in theaters yeah I don't know why my parents were so strict and then all of a sudden they're like Twilight Hunger Games sure I don't give a fuck like I'm like okay like what miss out on that shit for nothing but you know what I did miss out on I I did eventually kind of read read them but um I missed out on Percy Jackson same same and I'm sad about that 
I really didn't know about Percy Jackson until the movie came out. We watched it when I was in high school. We like watched it during like one of our little days where we did nothing and they just like put on a movie for us. I, was I loved late on it. The game with that. I've heard people really hate the movie, but I'm going to mm-hmm. be really honest. I loved it. Now, again, that was probably like ninth grade me, but still I had a good fucking time. Yeah, I actually I went back and rewatched it and it wasn't as good as I remembered, but it, I thought it was great at the time. I thought it was so fun. I'm so down to do Percy Jackson, too. All right. Who is a book character you identify as? Funny to me, because why do I always identify <laughs> I always identify, I, I go by she, her, but I all, I swear in books, I'm always like identifying more with the male characters than I am the female characters. I don't know why that is. Mm. Definitely and probably a Kaz Brecker. You said that in the original intro too. You said Kaz Brecker and Lou from Serpent and Dove. Only from Serpent and Dove, not from the rest. Not from the rest, but <laughs> I definitely am a Kaz Brecker for sure. I still, I still feel like you give Lou vibes, maybe not the rest of the series but like that first book it just screamed you it was just you she even kind of looked like you she's probably one of the only female characters that i really identify with she looked like you there was religious trauma (laughs) like it was all coming first yeah i have a lot of religious trauma (laughs) like a lot a lot but yeah so i don't know it it was weird that like that was the first time i ever was like yeah i identify with this I guess because that's a a really interesting what other male characters do you think well like if you think about it like okay let's just like throw out a random book we'll start with Akatar. if you were like which one would Jada be more an Azrael, a Rhysand, a Cassian or a Farrah, Elaine and what's her name Nesta 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 I might can see because I can be a really fucking big asshole sometimes I'm, but I'm self-aware. Um, <laughs> Nesta's kind of self-aware too about that. But out of all of them, I feel like I would probably be, be more grouped in with the male characters. Wouldn't I? Yeah, I definitely see like a like a Nesta-Azriel combo. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. You are not near Nesta's degree of... No. Not like that. Things I'm that actually come out of her really mouth, but just... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you are not like malicious, but you do have like a sharp tongue, but like in a good way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a little thing. It's my Aries, my Aries moon. Yep. What's what's another book? Are you just like attracted to yourself? I don't know. I fucking guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Because I like literally thought of like Air Awakens and I was like, oh yeah, Aldrich. And I was like, but she would probably identify very similarly to Aldrich. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, like let's (laughs) also Air Awakens. Yeah. I'm definitely not a Vala. No, you're Aldrich all the way. Yeah. I am my perfect love interest. (laughs) 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 She's the man. (laughs) Yeah, she's the man. What about you? I don't know. I don't know. I, gosh, I know you're going to just like want to hit me over the head because I say this all the time, but I really do feel like me and Elaine have some very similar qualities. Okay, I don't actually dislike Elaine. I thought you did. Yeah, I've kind of like changed my opinion. I'm allowed to change my opinion. 
Yeah. Ever since like the who Azriel ends up with, and I like there were things I didn't like about Elaine, just like I don't like about Nesta and like how the whole Farah Nesta Elaine thing went down. There's things I don't like about Farah too. I mean, but like you're not supposed yeah. to like everything about a character. That's like right. they're supposed to be character flaws for a reason. And I don't know. There's so much Nessie. I'm like, guys, like she's really not that bad. I mean, she like there's like yeah, there's like some things. This bitch is just gardening. <laughs> okay, like half the fucking time. Like, what is she actually doing besides fucking gardening? Look, if it had been me instead of Elaine, I would have grown some fucking vegetables, okay? I could grow some mean vegetables. You you would would have tomatoes coming out of your ears. Yeah. (laughs) You definitely would have been baking fresh bread and just chilling with your little ghosties for sure. That's literally me. (laughs) That's literally you. I'm literally baking bread gardening and chilling so with my ghosties. I want you bitches to think about that because every time you're saying you hate Elaine, you're saying that you hate Brooke. Damn. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> and the dissociation thing too, like she just kind of like dissociates like literally all the time. Like I get it. Like I don't understand what's the fucking deal. She's like, yeah, Brooke does that. <laughs> That's Brooke. Like that would be, and that, again, that'd be like saying I hate my best friend, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't hate you, so I don't hate Elaine. <laughs> no more Elaine slander, says my Slytherin best friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Slytherin coming to bat for the Hufflepuff. I love What's it. What's sad is that's literally Nesta batting for Elaine. Yeah, I know. The vibes I'm, are there. I'm, I'm most like Anessa out of all the Archeron sisters. I know. It triggers me because there's someone very similar to Nesta that like literally traumatized the actual fuck out of me. But <laughs> you don't have the toxic behaviors though. You just have no. the bite. Like yeah, you said. Yeah, I have the bite. Yeah. 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 So if that's yeah. any consolation. <laughs> I feel like I got some more in there too. Like a little bit of more. A little flair. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely a little flair of more for sure. Top five favorite TV shows. Oh shit, of all time okay i feel like this is gonna be easier uh avatar the last airbender gilmore girls yeah that shit up i'm gonna have to throw in vampire diaries oh yeah Ooh, what is the um rain 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 was so good and there's can we rewatch rain together can we get that like you would be in the discord can we all like watch rain together because i I haven't watched it in like five years and I miss it. Yeah, I would love it. What about you? Uh, Okay, let's see. Number one is Game of Thrones. Obvious reasons. There's obviously a lot wrong with it, but that's besides the point. I And the way that it ended, it's still number one, despite the way that it ended, because I know that's not the way that it's supposed to end. I can't say much more than that because Jada hasn't watched it. Which is so shocking. It, it is, isn't it? It seems right up your alley. I know. Uh, so yeah, Game of Thrones... The Vampire Diaries, Gossip Girl, Rain. Man, it's a toss-up between Gilmore Girls and the originals. Really? Well, the originals was really good. The originals was... It had a better plot line than The Vampire Diaries, I do have to say. It definitely had a better plot line than The Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Besides season four, the originals outranks every single uh, like other season of Vampire Diaries because it's just so good. It's so good. The plot you never line finished is it though, right? Because I got it spoiled and I'm very upset at how it ended. It also ended terribly. For it, what? I don't know if it got canceled or what happened, but they really fucked up with that one. 
first, first fandom. fandom. My first fandom was Twilight. Like I said, I was not allowed to watch Twilight. And honestly, like the next one that like comes to mind is One Direction. I thought they were cute, but I wasn't like obsessed with them. I didn't know like all their songs. I didn't like buy the CDs or whatever. One Direction was just kind of like a cute little boy band that like everyone else around me was obsessed with. And I was just kind of like, yeah, like sure, whatever. I did not join a fandom. <laughs> I did not join a single fandom until I was 21 years old and discovered K-pop. It all went downhill from there. <laughs> I... If you've listened to Zodiac Academy, you know. <laughs> hey, but look, I know there are more of you because y'all are in my DMs. Okay, I know that some of you guys are appreciating the BTS times Zodiac Academy content. So I do appreciate you guys. <laughs> it was an absolute fucking ride, man. I, I still love them. I do. But it is definitely not as intense as it once was. And that is probably for a good thing. And that's on growth. Celeb crush while we're on that topic. This one's easy for me. Male, obviously it's Adam Driver. Do we even need to talk about it? I I mean, if you if you want to, but I no, think- every Everyone knows my husband. He even is like, wow, like you would leave me. <laughs> and what did you say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Female celeb crush has kind of always been like Mila Kunis mm-hmm. for sure. Were you ever a Megan Fox girl? Really? No. That's surprising to me, actually. Okay, but I think it's because, and Megan Fox even talks about this in her, in her interviews. She felt like she was like so portrayed like for the, the male, male gaze. gaze. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys know this about me. It's not a secret, but sometimes I don't talk about it. And I'm, I'm married to a man, but I am bisexual and... I like women, you know, but like, not that she's not a woman. She's just so portrayed as the male gaze. I think if I was like romantically attracted to women, I think that I would actually like the male gaze. Mm. I don't know what that makes me. I'm not romantically attracted to women. I'm just not. That's weird because I was literally telling you how I only identify with the male characters, but then like when it comes to liking women, if they're like for the male gaze, I'm like, no. You know what? No. I know why I know why I identify as the male characters more because the male characters, especially in fantasy books, lean more towards the morally gray. Yeah. And I'm morally more than gray. the women. Yeah. yeah. There are yeah. morally gray female characters. Like, it's not about Jude. the gender. It's about it's about yeah. The morally gray. It's yeah, because I was I was thinking even okay, Kylo Ren versus Ray. Ray. Uh, why why would I be Kylo Ren? Because I'm mm, I would have taken Kylo Ren's hand. <laughs> I would have destroyed the universe. No, yeah, it's because of the morally gray aspect. That's why I identify a lot with Lou because Lou is very morally gray. He is, yeah. Shit. That There's not very sense. morally gray female characters now that we're discovering this. Wow, that's why. And it kind of makes sense because I'm like, I don't identify as a male. Like I very much identify as a female, but like I always find myself in like the male characters. It's because they are most of the time written more morally gray than female characters. Characters. But Jude, Jude from Cruel Prince, Jude from Cruel, Cruel Prince, that's me. Okay, that is me. You think I'm like Lou? I wish you would read Cruel Prince because I will read Cruel Prince next year. I'm that. Yeah, I would love to. Okay, we're reading this. Also, I've seen so many people compare Cardin to Taehyung from BTS. So I will also be making that fan fiction. That's okay. I love that. No, she doesn't. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I love it. It's so great. <laughs> 
I won't talk about it. After Zodiac Academy, I'm done. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, on to my celeb crush. Uh, gosh, it's obviously Jungkook from BTS. I am obsessed with this man. He was actually, believe it or not, when I discovered BTS, I saw them on the American Music Awards in 2018. And J-Hope is actually the one that stood out to me. But after like, I started hearing their songs on the radio because our radio host from where I'm from was like an avid army, which is the fandom name for BTS. Wasn't very common. I mean, like nobody listened to K-pop back then. It was like, she was like doing like God's work. You know what I mean? Like uh, at that time. And and so she would play BTS every once in a while. And I was like, you know what? I like, these are bops. Like I'm into this, this slaps. I'm going to start looking up music videos. And when I did, he was the first one that I saw. I fell in love <laughs> and never looked back, never questioned my bias. It's been since 2018, right? Four years. He's still in my bias. My record changes all the time. Right now it's Jimin, but that's probably just because we're reading Zodiac Academy and I picture him as Caleb and oh my fucking God, Caleb could literally destroy me and I would say thank you. So Jungkook and Jimin, but really just everyone for BTS just slays my soul but if you think it sounds bad now you should have heard me four years ago all right i'm done sorry i was messaging henna about our shirts because she's asking she me said, a question brooke is going to um word vomit about bts for like five minutes so i'm just gonna zone out it's totally so fine sorry. It, like literally i didn't mean for it to happen i feel like such an <laughs> asshole i support i you. don't care and it's i'm used to it <laughs> i talk and people just like don't listen no what no the one fuck? cares i literally no, because to people you. don't care no i know that you do but when it comes to bts no one listens to me so it's fine like i get it i've been used to it for four years it's so funny because like Rayanne, when she came over, she was like, you can like really just tell that you're just doing your absolute fucking best to like just support Brooke during Zodiac Academy. You're like, yes, I see it. Like, mm-hmm. it, yep. And like, she's like, I can just tell that like you literally <laughs> are like, no, <laughs> I know. but you're just like, you're like, yeah, I do. Just like letting Brooke just like have her moment. Like, yeah. <laughs> Really? Oh, I actually kind of thought you were all bored with me. Okay, with Caleb, yeah, totally. Yeah, Caleb, Caleb at least. Caleb and Darius. Caleb and Darius, yeah, for sure. The rest, I'm, it kind of starts getting fuzzy. And Orion. And yeah, him too. But the yeah. rest- like Seth and, and Tay. Well, no, Seth, it really works, but you gotta know you gotta know Tay. Okay, but for me, <laughs> yeah, for you. <laughs> I really start struggling when we get past Caleb and Darius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. As long as you got those two, those are the important ones that yeah, really no. match. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What's on your TBR? Let me pull out my Kindle. We just lost three people. <laughs> <laughs> They started singing. God damn it. <laughs> okay. Oops. Um, sorry. I don't know why I pulled out my Kindle when I should have gone to Goodreads. Let's see. You feeling it, Mr. Krabs? I'm feeling it, Mr. Krabs. Okay. <laughs> so on my high priority TBR right now is these twisted bonds. I have already read these hollow vows. Oh, yes. Yes. I've heard of that. Is it anything new? No, it's not. is it good yeah i think so i enjoy i'm enjoying it i i'm actually listening it to to on audiobook really i didn't know that yeah my editor loves this book and i like you know in between like 
talking about my fucking book. Like when we talk about my book, we're trying to fix shit. So it just gets really like stressful and just overwhelming. And like, we both love books. So like, it's just, obviously she's an editor. So it's like, it's fun. It was super fun to like, be able to talk about because literally I just had a day where I was like, I'm so depressed. I literally can't get out of bed. And I was like, you know what? I have an audiobook credit. Maybe if I just close my eyes and like, listen to an audiobook, it'll make me want to get up and like actually be a functioning normal human being. And it worked. It worked. Damn. So that's on there. And then, oh, the second book in um, The Wrath and the Flame, I think is what it's called. Okay. Anyway, that's good enough. I, my TBR changes all the time. I'm a mood reader. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that I'm a mood reader, but I also don't have the time to read what my mood feels because all I read is basically for the podcast and the discord. So yeah, there's that for my TBR. I actually have a TBR shelf that I'm looking at right now. Um, That's helpful. Yeah. I've got a couple books that aren't on the shelf that are on my TBR, but they're pretty and they're downstairs in my library. And that includes what Jada got me for my birthday, which was, um, Oh gosh, what's the book called? Gosh, the cover is so fucking pretty. Mm, yeah, I got you the European edition of The Dragon's Promise, I think is what it's called. Is that what it's called? No. I have it. No, it's the crane something. Yeah, it's- Six Crimson Cranes. Six, six, six Crimson, crimson cranes. cranes. Yeah. The, the European edition is like this like pink fairy princess thematic it's it's such a beautiful cover and it, it has like it gold is, flecks on it yes it's the most beautiful cover i've ever seen in my whole entire fucking life it's like, so gorgeous i love it and i have it on display next to the crystal that taylor got me for my birthday Aww. it's got its own like it is literally like right in the middle of like all my shelves i put it directly in the mid- middle so it's like the first thing that you see um so that's very high on my tbr have I'm you ever opened it. that book before i haven't I can't remember. I think I put something in there. (laughs) (gasps) Shut up. Did you really? I, yeah, I'm upset that I actually said that though. Pretend I didn't say that. I think I literally, (laughs) wait, no, now I'm upset with myself. I put, I think I did put something in there because I knew that you wouldn't read it for a really long time, if ever. And then like, I was like, maybe if I'm dead, like she'll like finally (laughs) open it. (laughs) No, here's the thing. I want to read it so bad. I just don't have the time. I did. I didn't just want the book just because the cover's pretty. I wanted it because the cover's pretty. No, I can't. But like, I honestly, like, it's all over my TikTok for you page all the time, and it's just like nothing but good things. Yeah, but if nothing's in there, I don't want you to be disappointed. But I do think I did put something in there because I was. That's so sweet. I can be a Pisces sometimes. I will be not upset either way. How is that? I really did. I think my thought was, yeah, she's never going to open this. So like that way when I die first, <laughs> I, I, does. like I literally like, like a suicide her. note. In- <laughs> 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 Why do I always have to turn it dark? Why do we always have to turn it dark? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> god no i love that so much shit that's so funny uh the rest of my tbr is um uh once upon a broken heart which jada told me i must read the caravel series before i do that so so i also have that which i'm actually getting excited about i was kind of like ew carnivals and then i went to the renaissance fair and i'm like is that considered a carnival 
Yeah, it probably is. Um, so I guess I'm allowed to change my mind and say that I like carnivals now. I don't know. I, but I will be reading that. Um, I think we're going to do a buddy read in the discord as well. Cause there were a couple people who mentioned they wanted to read it too. Let's see a lesson in vengeance. War of two Queens and the other one that came before that. <laughs> War of two Queens. I feel like, I feel like the ship has sailed. Maybe the ship has sailed, but maybe not. Um, Evermore Academy and the Merciless. Ah. And then of course we're reading Glow. Glow and Vampire Academy. Yeah, I'm like a hundred pages in. Really? How are you feeling? I always start later than you because I, I binge the fuck out of it. Yeah. Um Ooh, fuck bitch. It's been like a hundred pages and like I'm like fuck. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what that other girl said. Yeah. All right. So it we've been doing this for two and a half hours, and we still have all of our listener questions. So let's go ahead and go through them. Rapid fire. <laughs> Rapid fire. All right. We asked our um, Instagram followers and our Discord uh, for some questions that they wanted to ask us for us to answer for our two-year anniversary intro redo. First one, Jada, take it away. Favorite memory on the pod? My favorite memory is honestly when we discovered Moonshine was kind of like our muse. And it was the Air of Fire episode that we did last summer. And you were so mad at our listeners when you discovered the incest plot. (laughs) And you made like a slideshow as to why you were mad at them. (laughs) That is by far my favorite part. I was fucking dying yeah i'm surprised we didn't get some one stars <laughs> from that. one star one star <laughs> um my favorite memory is is zodiac academy uh episode two where we're literally just like absolutely <laughs> asthma a full-on asthma attack breathing trying to finish that's so that's funny. a really good episode really good <laughs> who was our dream guest on the pod i don't know if i should say it Say it. I feel like people will judge me. Say it. I mean, this person is controversial. Say it. Trisha Paytas. <gasps> that is not what I was expecting. Really? Not a book person at all. No. I I just want to meet I her. I love that idea. I just want to know what she's like. Like, I just would like, like, sh- she's caught in lies all the time, but I just want to ask her questions. <laughs> you know, like, I just want to ask her like questions. Like no, right now she's it. doing ASMR yeah on youtube and like she like dresses up as like euphoria characters and like what (laughs) and she does mean girls mean girls yeah i just you know pick pick her brain someone's gonna get mad at me but like yeah i watch them i (laughs) actually i think they're great i'm sorry that i support her in that but like she's just such an like interesting person it's amazing like it's so interesting to watch like like an entire group of people just try and root for her. And she's like really proven, proven the world wrong. Very, a lot, <laughs> very, a lot, <laughs> very a lot, <laughs> but she's not going to change. But like, cool. but we've just kind of like accepted that about Trisha Paytas. Yeah. I mean, she really is, you she's know, built a brand for herself. I can't say m- mental health wise. I'm not one step from being, you can't put this in here. I am always one step into becoming a Trish Paytas, but like not on the internet, you know? No, it is so funny because who 
I would love to have on the podcast. My dream guest is also somebody that I am one step away from becoming mental health wise. Oh, I already know. Can I say, can I say yes? That's it. Say it. Peach PCR or whatever her name is. Peach PRC. I fucking love her. I love her brain. I love all of her chaotic thoughts. I just like literally, here's the thing. I would love for her to read a book with us and then come on the podcast and then just like talk shit like the whole time because she would and she would have such an interesting perspective. Yeah, she has really fun commentary. She does. Her brain is just so interesting. I love everything about her. I am a peach piercy stan. It's also semi-controversial because I think that she has some drama, but like, I'm always going to be on her side. I've got your back, peach piercy. I love you. I mean, honestly, like, you know, who doesn't? <laughs> uh, who like bookish would you want on the podcast? Like a, like a book talk creator or an author? Because mm. I have mine. I already know yours. Who is it? Who else? Victoria Aviard. Yep, that was mine. <laughs> That's easy. I'm obsessed with her. Why is this so hard? I really I like that Australian girl that does book talks too. She- easy. Elise Kova. <laughs> final answer. Yep. Final Elise answer. Kova. Gotcha. I don't know why. I was like, I, me, I was like, I really don't idolize. And I was like, eh. yeah, that's a fucking lie. You love <laughs> Air Wiggins. <laughs> All right. EK and VA, you hear, heard it here first. Okay. We are dying to have you on the podcast. Okay. I I like Elise Kova too. Why did we decide to start a podcast? So at the beginning of the pandemic, I was just like scrolling on BookTok and I guess TikTok knew that I was bored and needed something to fill my time and introduced me to BookTok without even having read a book since high school. And I came across, of course, ACTAR because what else is BookTok known for except for being infamous about ACTAR? And I started reading it and I became obviously obsessed with it and kept just like Snapchatting Jada all the time just like bombing her with like you have to read this you have to read this you have to read this she's like I don't have time to read I wish I had time to read and I was like I'm so sorry but you must I will Amazon you to do this book today you must read this I finally convinced her to read it she became obsessed we started snapchatting back and forth our thoughts on the actor world who we liked who we didn't what we thought was gonna happen blah 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 and then like our commentary was just like so funny back and forth to each other Jada like literally texted me And I wish I still had the text because I'm so mad at myself that I don't. And she's like, hey, should we just like start a podcast? And I was like, no, that sounds like work. (laughs) And so like we kept doing our thing back and forth and she asked again and I was like, you know what, actually, like, I think I think like that's actually a really good idea. Let's be narcissists and put our voices on the Internet. I think chaos was born. I (laughs) I don't know. I just thought it was like fun because I really never had like someone I could be kind of like nerdy with I guess you mm-hmm. could say so I just like wanted to do it all the time and like yeah and we were very like clear when we first started the podcast we wanted this just to kind of be like a little community yeah and, like actually talk about it like I just love talking about people who aren't real <laughs> well and like I wanted to talk to Jade about books but I also wanted to like get other people's opinions because like book talk I loved book talk but it didn't feel like enough for me and I just like wanted like you said like another community almost like like a book club like an online book club I wanted more people to talk about my books with to like hear other perspectives you know because Jid and I 
pretty much agree on most things. Uh, I do think that we have some differing opinions here and there, mm-hmm. but like, I also wanted to hear other perspectives because I was just so into it, you know? And so I think that's really, it's done its job. Yeah. We've met the goal and met it's the really goal. exciting. Yeah. Oh, I love this question. I love this question too. I love this question. What would it take to be able to quit your real jobs? The answer is a lot. (laughs) Yeah. It would have to fund two people's incomes for one. Yeah. Also for the amount of work that we put in, we are probably making less than one cent, even with our Patreon. Yep. (laughs) Like less than one cent per hour. For the amount of hours that we have put in. Because how we do the podcast, a lot actually goes into it. Like we have to read the book then we have to take notes on the book. Then we have to do the podcast, which usually takes many hours, um, which we then heavily cut down um, with many hours of editing. And then we re-listen to it and we release it. And it may not sound like a lot just talking about it. We also make notes. We also make notes. Yeah. That is time consuming. So time consuming. And while we love it, it's, yeah, it's going to take a lot. Like we're going to need sponsors. We're going to need more merch. We're going to need more listeners. Honestly, we could probably get relatively close if we were better at marketing. I'm not going to lie. But we are tired. (laughs) We are chaotic, mentally ill. And tired. And tired. (laughs) Fly away away. (laughs) (laughs) with me. Yeah, no, Uh, for sure. I would love for this to become like my job. I would love for it to. Yeah. And, you know, the reason we keep doing this for basically free at this point is because we love doing it, right? So Mm -hmm. I would love to actually devote 100% of my time to this and give 100% of me to this podcast to make it what it deserves to be and get paid for it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause we, I mean, we, we do it, we're saying we do it for free because well, we do it for free. (laughs) (laughs) We we do get a good bit on our Patreon, but it is definitely, I mean, we are putting it back into the podcast. We're not straight. It goes straight back into the podcast for sure. Yeah. So okay, yeah, buy our sponsors, merch. <laughs> sponsors, <laughs> merch. We need more marketing. And yeah, I think that's basically what it's gonna come down to. Yeah. And it it would it's just it's just gonna take more work on our part, and we're just gonna have to sit down and actually just fucking do it. Like it, it's I our would fault. have to be put on lithium, and I don't I don't <laughs> think I can do that. I think we can get there eventually i think it's going to take time i honestly think that we have the potential and i'm not just trying to pat myself on the back i really i think it has the potential yeah all right our our dream sponsors wasn't a question but you know to build off what we were just talking about uh better adam and eve final answer (laughs) adam and eve hello fresh (laughs) taco bell wild roots old smoky moonshine yeah yes wild roots old smoky moonshine Adam and Eve. Honestly, Adam and Eve needs to get with it because like the book community, <laughs> we're like perfect. We need to do a pop socket deal with Adam and Eve. So like that way, you know, when you're holding your Kindles, if that's what you do in your own time, I see you <gasps> bitches on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know where you were going with that. 
Yeah, you can like freehand it with your Adam and Eve dildo. Oh my god! Honestly, though, that like shit a would little sell. apple with a snake coming out of it. That show would sell. That it would. would. I mean, come on. Oh, and bookish candles. And bookish candles, of course. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But we love that. Dildos <laughs> <laughs> <Dildos> and candles. <laughs> We're setting the mood, okay? It's going to be a whole experience. (laughs) You're going to get the whole booked and busy experience. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. If you were each described in a book, what would your signature scent be? Ray Ann from Tipsy Book Talks. What's your signature scent be? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Honestly, something like sweet. Like bubblegum not bubblegum mm-hmm. no i tend to gravitate towards like the the perfumes that i wear You're like an are, ariana grande perfume i wear ariana grande perfume i wear wonderstruck by taylor swift mm. i wear um daisy by mark jacobs i wear oh yeah yeah things in nature it would be like warm vanilla Okay, yeah, there's the pink. Love Spell by Victoria's Secret. Oh, yeah. Lo- I was yeah, a Love Spell girl. That was like a 2000s for sure. For yeah, sure. for sure. I was a Love Spell girl. Yeah, for you sure. had Love Spell and you had pink. Yeah. Like in your bag, 100%. And Sweet Pea. And Sweet Pea. I don't know if what you do know you this think? about me. What I think your scent would be? No, no, what you think your scent would be. Okay, well, I'll just let you know that I... My scent that I wear on a regular basis is Gucci Bloom. Really? Yeah. I like yeah. Gucci Bloom. I wear Gucci. That's actually kind of surprising. Bloom. It is very surprising. It's very floral. Yeah. 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 But like when I was in school, I literally wore um, my favorite scent to wear. And I really only wore it around Christmas, but I like bought bottles of that shit was like the gingerbread latte body spray from Bath and Body Works. Bath and Body Works. Yeah. I do love that. I think my signature scent would be like vanilla and peony and snow. Hmm. Interesting. I don't really know what's that. Whatever is in Gucci Bloom, that's what I smell like. I wear a lot of God as a woman. I wear that and uh, Wonderstruck like all the fucking time. I also wear some um, Amber Blends from, that's kind of niche. I don't know if anybody's going to know what Amber Blends are. I don't know what that is. I used to sell it at my boutique that I, I used forget to that you in had college. that job. Yeah, I did. I think they just like partnered with like this company, but they like- it's like a scent, but then it like melds with your pheromones and it makes your own unique scent mm. and it smells so good. Mm. I don't know how to explain it, but I do love it. But yeah, if so pick like three like things that you find in nature that you think that you would smell like, you know, like Rowan is like snow and pine trees. Like what would you be? I'm having to move. I'm literally having to record. So if I sound different guys, if I sound echoey, it's because I've had to fucking move. Have I ever told you that I really love your home? Like I would live there. Like I love it. Oh my gosh. I love that. I really love your house. Thank you. It's very open. Yeah. And you get a lot of natural light. That looks like how we should look like all the time. Just like relaxed on a couch with a microphone. But yeah, I would love a couch in the booked and boozy office. And this is how I, Alex is like, bitch with what money? I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I know. I bought an oversized beanbag chair for my library 
Yeah, that maybe we should really start nice doing on. In. I could, I could swing a bing bag. I mean, yeah, a, a bing bag. Yeah, we should. Yeah, totally. Get relaxed. Yeah, that'd okay. be fun. So okay. you were naming three things. You said oh. honeysuckle, vanilla, and midnight. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. I like That's what that. I smell like. Mm. Who would you like to play you in a movie? What actress would you choose? God, who <laughs> would I want to play me? I've never had to so cute. think about this before. I don't know. Who looks like me? Blue eyes, dark hair. That's a, like a rare combo, I feel like. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know exactly who I would want to play me in a movie. And it's either um, Jade from Victorious. <gasps> no, that's perfect. That's perfect. Or Liz if Gillies. we really, yeah. Or if we really wanted to do the brown hair, blue eyes thing. It would be the girl from Percy Jackson, Athena's daughter. Oh, she has brown hair, blue eyes. But Jade? No, that's it. Jade that's from Victoria's it. is pretty much it. Yeah. Liz okay. Gillies. I love Liz Gillies, by the way. I love her. Yeah, totally. Now, Brooke, who would you who would you want to play you? Um, I don't know what she looks like now, actually, but I've always wanted Sarah Paxton to play me in a movie. Uh, Aquamarine. Oh, yeah. You know who also could play you? Who? But it's probably because I'm thinking of Legally Blonde. I was about to say Reese Witherspoon, but no. Were you really? Yeah. Just from I could see Reese playing Taylor. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Either that or um, because I'm also thinking of Amanda Seyfried. Yeah. Her role in Mean Girls really... That would be you if you had tits. Like you would literally <laughs> think that you could like control the weather with them. Control because... the what? Uh, yeah. Am I? <laughs> what is her name in the movie? I forget. God, I don't know. I yeah, I probably am. But you bitch. know exactly what character you would be as a cartoon. You'd be Bubbles from Powerpuff Girls. <gasps> Except Bubbles is a cancer. She cries a lot. Mm, yeah. Mm. But you would be Buttercup. Oh, totally. Yeah, a thousand percent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i could see amanda Seyfried or sarah paxton yeah. i was just obsessed with aquamarine i loved that movie it's probably still my favorite movie or um anna ferris oh she's yeah probably, she's probably too old now but yeah she was younger man just like i a, cannot just believe like a good bimbo apparently yeah or the girl who played in house bunny who's no, that? that is anna ferris okay yeah all right well we're right on track <laughs> Bimbo. Bimbo oh is the genre. I cannot believe that. I literally like, wow, like, I don't know who would play me. Boom, Jade. Like, no, yeah, like, yeah. There's no other perfect. option. It is. Throw some Liz blue Gillies. contacts on. Like, she's yeah. perfect. I think she has blue eyes, honestly. If I'm being really, real. I thought they were green. They might be. Hold on. Mm. I also watch um the other show that she's in. Dynasty. Um, It's so good. Have you seen it? I've seen a couple episodes, but I just really don't have the time commitment right now to watch it. But man, do I want to? Because I literally just watch um, Liz on TikTok compilations of her character because like I'm just so obsessed with her and I haven't even seen the the show fully. Yep. They're blue. Mm, She's perfect. She's perfect. It's meant to be. The next question is, what are your signs? Um, we we actually discuss our signs as fellow narcissists every single episode. Um, I'm a Pisces. This is Jay speaking. I am a Pisces. 
Aries moon and Sagittarius rising. I am literally um, my Venus. I already know, but I'm just asking you. I don't remember. I think it's, it's Aries. also in Aries. Yeah. It yeah. explains a lot about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a water sign uh, baptized by fire. So she's a fiery water sign. Yeah. Brooke. I am a Libra sun, Libra moon, Sagittarius rising. This is why our podcast is so chaotic because it's ran by two Sagittarius risings. It really just makes sense. It does. Yeah. And Scorpio Venus, which if you've listened to Zodiac Academy, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know. All right. Rapid fire. Let's wrap this up. This is from Steph from our Discord. She has a plethora of questions. Favorite drink? Coffee. I think it was meant to be an alcoholic drink. Moonshine. All right. I would say a strawberry daiquiri. Non-alcoholic. Man, I mean, I used to fuck up some virgin strawberry daiquiris too. (laughs) strawberry daiquiri all around yep uh favorite book we've covered well that's a hard one actually it's a hard one because like that's like asking what is your favorite book zodiac academy i'm sorry it is zodiac academy or believe it or not ember in the ashes even though that too it is so fucking criminal that ember in the ashes doesn't do good on our podcast platform it is we're gonna so do it anyways yeah we're gonna do podcast. it anyway just like also hunger games like if y'all aren't ready for the throwback we are gonna throw back but amber in the ashes is so good it's probably one of the best fantasy series ever written and it only is, read the first book it doesn't matter i don't need to read the rest also i no, read some of i the agree second. i already know she literally wrote a freaking masterpiece and y'all are just sitting on it. I cannot believe it is one of our lowest listened to episodes. The book series is just so fucking good. It is. Yeah. It's upsetting. It was like surprisingly good. Like I did not expect for it to be as good as it was. I wasn't surprised. I actually, I actually wasn't surprised. It was talked up. You know, it's a good series for a reason, but I just didn't, I didn't understand how criminal, like it's literally criminal. It really is. It's criminal that we haven't finished it either. It's criminal that, well, it's because we love it so much where we want it to do it on the podcast, but like, and I want to read it with you. It is a God tier series. I said that literally, I think I remember, I remember I read like five pages. I was like, this is going to be a God tier series. I just knew it. Like my, my, my book senses were tingling. I was like, this is amazing. I have like a similar inkling about the Poppy War too. Oh, I'm sure the Poppy War is good. It's definitely diff- going to be different from anything that we've read because it's a grim, dark political fantasy and it's not as much of a romance as it's being portrayed. I do know that. I don't care. I'm down to read it. Yeah, I'm down to read it too. I would love to. Like I love dark fantasy and we don't get to cover it enough. So I'd be down. I also like dark fantasy. Yeah, dark fantasy, it's just like, it's so much gritty, you know? Mm-hmm. It's underrated. Well, and I like like the, it's, it almost feels like taboo. It's not taboo, but it also it almost feels taboo for how like dark it is, you know? And I like that it kind of switches it up a little. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally get it. It's appealing, especially like if you're one of those people that like don't really, I don't know, there's just no fluff. It's like straight to the point, you know? Um, Which female main character would you most like to be? Uh, that's a hard one because I literally just established <laughs> like literally none of the female characters. 
Um, fuck. I don't know. I think it's easy. Who? So generic. Who? But I am going to say Farah. Oh my God. But here's why. This bitch, she came from nothing and then she got everything. She got all the powers, all the high lords. She became Faye. She's immortal and she married the hottest guy ever. And now she just gets to rule a kingdom and, and she's be rich. hot and be rich and have all the magic. And she, she got yeah. everything. Everything. She got everything. Mm. I'm sorry that was so generic, but it's just true. She just, she got the best ending ever, you know? Damn, this is really sad. Why? Because I'm literally like, none. (laughs) Really? Fuck, I don't know. Because again, I don't really know. It's just really hard for me to really, besides Lou. Also, can I be Tori Vega Mm. from Zodiac Academy, not Victorious? (laughs) Honestly? Ooh, you make a really hard point. Yeah? Yeah. What I would give to be chased by Caleb Altair just once. Throw it all in the trash. Remember everything I said the fair got all in the trash for Caleb Altair? I want to be Tori Vega. um, And have Caleb and Darius fight over me? (sighs) Dude, my like jaw is like clenching because I'm like, damn, like the thought of like. And I'm a Libra and I said, throw the money away. I want to be sent over by these two men <laughs> yeah i would do a lot to be in her shoes yeah same he's so hard too he really is he well we'll get there we'll get there all right here's the next question i want to ask it him. <laughs> <laughs> ask the next question ask the next question what are your top five book boyfriends <laughs> oh i'm so glad you asked number one topic. caleb altair <laughs> I knew it was going to be that for you. Yeah, totally. That's really it. Over Aldric and Azriel and who else? There is no one else. Yeah. It's just him. It's just him. Yeah. Mine is also, mine's probably, ah, I fight, I fight between Darius and Caleb and only because of how I picture them. Mm. Or I would probably pick Caleb. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I would do. So Caleb and Darius up top, and then Dorian Havilliard. Yeah, I remember you're a big Dorian guy. I mean, person. I'm a big Dorian girl. You know, I really like um from Crescent City. What was his name? Um, why am I? Why are we already forgetting them? I don't know. We just read that. There's something really generic too. It was, yeah. It was something <laughs> like Chad. Yeah. Ethan. Ethan. Yeah. With an I. That's pretty generic. Ethan. Yeah, I like Ethan and yeah, I really actually don't have that many book boyfriends. Someone I know I would be feral for would 100% be Caleb and that's pretty much it. Yeah, but if you had to like rank the rest of the guys that we've read in all of our other fantasy series, like and I I know you've read like some sports romance and some smut as well, like mafia romance. Yeah, no, I definitely have some contemporary sports romance guys that are up there. Never and no mind. fantasy guys? No, not really. What about Slade? Be- because let's let's talk about it for a second. No, not even him. Because, because okay, in real life, I would literally fight every single one of them. Yeah, because they're kind of douchebags. Yeah. At least Caleb- Aldrich. No, yeah, we can put Aldrich on there. Yeah. yeah. He's a nice guy. Yeah, I would literally kill all of them we would all fight like to the death yeah if they tried to talk to me like they and Lorcan 
Lorcan, he was so good. So good it hurt. But then he was like, haha, Lorcan, Lorcan, Lorcan. And then it was literally like I had been a hot air balloon pierced with a knife. And okay, well, take away Lorcan, Lorcan. I have a death god kink. So yeah, of course. And the bone carver. Me just writing your list for you. <laughs> I mean, my, my, I mean, technically Star Wars is in books, but like it would literally be Kylo Ren, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> like I need someone to out villain me. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. That is definitely not your husband. No, He's like the no, sweetest no, no. guy that I know. Yeah, he is. He is really kind. Someone to out villain you. Who is the most villain villain that we've ever well, read okay but like so i really i i i'm intrigued by darth vader but i wouldn't actually be with darth vader now kylo ren i would actually be with and i'll tell you why because morally gray he was morally gray and but he also had a he's a he's a cinnamon roll character ben solo is like his literal inner you know that's his like he is also Jedi. a pisces he's a pisces do you think I don't know. Did you say he's a Pisces? I did. Yeah. It just came out, but I kind of, I kind of stand behind it actually. Well, I mean, I am married to a Pisces. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes like people like recent, I'm like, yeah, they're like morally gray, but like, they're still pretty good, but they're still pretty good. Like they wouldn't actually like destroy the world. They say they would, but they They say they would, but they wouldn't. Yeah. That's where we're really drawing the line here. Yeah. (laughs) I got I you. I got you. People. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's Brooke from the future. I just realized I didn't give five book boyfriends. Um, so taking the spot for number five would probably be either recent or Azriel from Akatar. Okay, bye. A book we would do anything to read again for the first time. Um, that's so easy. And you're gonna be surprised because it's not something that we've covered on the podcast. What is it? Clockwork Prince. that series by cassandra claire (gasps) i own that it's so good i can't tell you how good that series is like i understand why people like cassandra claire's books even because you know she has like the incest thing that everyone hated I see why they look past it. And this is coming from the anti-incest bitch. Okay. This is coming from Jada. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I loved Clockwork, the Clockwork Prince series so much. It was like, it pulled out so much emotion for me. And her writing is so beautiful and just like thought out and poetic. And like the characters are so alive and like, oh, like one of the characters I love, like so, 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 so much. Like I, I don't know. I love, I love that book series. I don't think I actually talk about it enough, like in terms of how much I love it, but it's like literally one of the best, best books. I didn't know this. Yeah. I didn't know this. I own, I own that trilogy. It's. I cannot tell you how good it is. It is just phenomenal. Are we just planning 2023 right now? 2023 is throwback year. <laughs> it's inner child year. It is. It yeah, is. Like down. I, I missed out on reading it during its prime, but I read it like two, like, I don't, has it been two years since I read it? Maybe like a year and a half. But yeah. I, I was, I'm, I'm, I was blown away. I would have to say either I have two I think they're kind of tied because it was just like 
shock factor over mm-hmm. like how good like surprisingly good they were for me yeah kingdom of the wicked yeah that was good crescent city one really yeah just so many twists and turns that i didn't see coming that like mm-hmm. actually had my jaw open and the only book that's made me cry in my adult life really yeah oh because of the spoiler alert my friends are with me my and friends i'm not afraid are with me and yeah. i'm not afraid yeah that's like when i cried with dobby like in harry potter it was a very dobby moment it was yeah yeah i just like so so many things like in kingdom of the wicked it was the same thing like so many things happened that i was like that was a really good turn i didn't see coming because a lot of the times you can kind of kind of predict what's going to happen at least generally you know mm-hmm. and those two i just remember being so surprised yeah so that's probably why i like okay. being surprised um let's see would y'all ever do a meet and greet i know we would be besties and would love to meet you in real life oh thank you yeah that's really sweet i literally just said at the beginning of this episode i'm not leaving my house <laughs> i would <laughs> I would do a meet and greet. Brooke leaves her house. Yeah, <laughs> I would if honestly, but like you're like my you're like my comfort person. I would if you were there, <gasps> I would be there. Yeah. Stop. Why? I'm gonna fucking cry. Why? You Why said you such sweet things that? this episode. I'm a comfort I'm... person. Like what? Listen, I don't know why it surprises you to hear me say that. Well, no, I know. I guess I've just never thought about it, but you're you, mine too. Yeah, and it's you're just like realizing person. that. Like, oh, what? How did it's you- just like, that's not, I don't think it's not that I didn't know it. It's just that I didn't realize it. We don't, we're, we, we're not sappy people. So we no. don't actually sit and say this shit out loud. No, yeah. we don't. We're like I very, like, like, we're also best friends who don't hug. Like we like, you know. <laughs> We've both established that we hate touching people. We are touch me nots through and through. And I remember like when we discovered this about each other, it was like, yeah, I was just hugging you out of obligation. And I was like, bitch, me too. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we know this about each other, we don't have to touch each other. And that, that is comforting. It is comforting because yeah, like I know that when we're expected to hug in public, you're just as uncomfortable as I am. Yeah. <laughs> Like we have planned, we have planned photo shoots for the future where we have specifically picked out poses where we don't touch. Yeah. And that's nice because it is because there's expectations and I don't meet them. Same. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're literally almost there. Are we doing a meet and greet? Um, I would love to, I guess Shada will be there if I'm there. I don't know. Like that would also like require us like do we like book a place do we go to like like a convention <laughs> like you I... you don't want us to book a place and I'll, no, I'm gonna tell don't. you why it won't it would, happen it would be like <laughs> like <laughs> it would be like Tanacon <laughs> also Tana <laughs> may or may not be welcome on the podcast she's welcome. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, like we would literally be like TanaCon. It would, but, yeah, BoozyCon 2.0. Yep. Yeah, sorry. Um, we have to have a manager. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need a manager before a meetup happens. Um, now, if we go somewhere else, like if we're invited and we have like a booth somewhere, fine. We that, can yeah, like swing convention. That. I've done like- sex, sex ed booths like before. It's chill, you know? If, like you guys want to go to like a Renaissance festival, like I'll. 
go yeah, but it won't yeah, be yeah. like a booked and boozy thing it'll just kind of be like come hang out yeah like yeah. that sort of thing yeah something chill yeah actually that would be preferable because the less i feel like i'm a spectacle the better <laughs> sounds good to me we're yeah. it's kind of like we're all friends and there's not like a like an actual divider between yeah. us like a table you know what i mean yeah i don't want a table you're gonna literally see well act i i don't want a table but i would like a a, a distance <laughs> also don't show up if you're a serial killer it'll be okay. like the one time you see me actually like hovering next to brooke because i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> normally there's like a, a clear like like divide but like no i, I just like like slowly like get closer and like (laughs) okay let's let's wrap this up yeah yeah let's (laughs) go it's almost 1 a.m okay 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 okay. uh bonus this is just something i came up with bookish sun moon and rising either books or characters okay um are you really gonna make me do this right now fuck okay my bookish sun my bookish sun no, my bookish rising is Zodiac Academy. My mm, bookish moon that. is Six of Crows. And my bookish sun, I'm a very complicated Pisces. I guess we're going to go with Air Awakens because what else would I put? Yeah. Let's be real. Okay, what about you? Um, You cranked that out a lot easier than I am. And I made the question and I don't even have an answer. Um, I have to agree with you that Zodiac Academy is definitely... Uh, my rising so I guess we're establishing that Zodiac Academy is Sagittarius oh yeah totally yeah 100% totally just chaos bookish sun I think I mean it's Libra it's Libra Libra what is what is Libra I'm thinking of the pink book I got you even though I don't know what it looks like on the inside I was thinking of that book or I was thinking of once upon a broken heart the pink oh yeah yeah we don't we don't know the context but we know what the cover looks like yeah i mean yeah that's you yeah that's your son i hope it's good i mean i've heard great things but the cover is at least my son and then my moon can be the uh six crimson cranes i have no context i am so sorry let me give you characters actually that might be more beneficial for me bookish sun sun's lane moon mm-hmm. is more Mm-hmm. We've kind of already done this. Rising, who's the most chaotic female book character? Huh. Or male, to be honest. Just chaos. Uh, why is Cassian coming to mind? You know what? <laughs> yeah. That's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's not wrong at all. Yeah. Yeah, Cassian. That's why I never like was attracted to Cassian because we would be such bros. It's not even funny. Yeah. 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 Elaine Moore and Cassian. There you go. Perfect. Brooke, how right. drunk are you? Uh, like a one. At this yeah, point. I'm like a zero. <laughs> but I've, I, I had a great time. I'm about to finish this, so it might throw me and, back up there, but we just kind of got tired. away. Yeah. I am tired. Yeah. All right. I don't think we need to read and watch. We already did that. We already did that. Love Socials. Island. Socials. I'm going to crank this out for us, bitches. Here we go. Instagram. That's where we are at. Booked and Boozy Podcast. We are Booked and Boozy Pod on TikTok. We we rarely do that, but sometimes. Sometimes we do do that. Booked and Boozy on Patreon. I mean, that's where we are. That's truly where we are. On the Discord, hit us up. $5. 
you know, help us with our one cent per hour. Like we would love that. Plus we're pretty fun. And we just got a comment saying um, that they didn't have a submission question for our intro episode, but she was glad that we started the podcast and the discord because we are her found family. Oh yeah. I didn't see that. My gosh. Thank you, Amanda. And then there's, there's Twitter. I mean, shit, we have a fucking link tree for a reason. Twitter is all broke. And then we're booked in boozy at gmail.com. I mean, fuck it up. Just email us your ghost stories and pregnancy clairvoyance. So that's Bye, it. Bye, bitch. Bye. Bitch.